this is the other thing that I feel like is being shoved down my throat is fucking interest rates and house prices and mortgage shit. Oh, yeah, I couldn't give a fuck. I don't own property. I have no intention of doing so. We're ne- never going to own it. Uh, it gets, yeah. gets first from Project Rise as soon, as, soon as, I get, um, as soon as I come into any lump sum of cash, <laughs> I, I'm buying a house. I don't oh, care. Yeah. I'm like, I will never own property. I will. I'll throw you all in the bus. Yeah. I'll, throw, I'll throw you all in the bus. I'll, I'll sell you all to Satan for a single corn chip. Yeah. No one's going to stop me. No one's going to fucking stop me. No one's going to stop me. Did you study economics in school? Okay, I I feel like we had an economics teacher at Wellington Girls. Obviously, yeah. I did not study economics. Are you joking? It yeah. was either economics or <laughs> Have me. You seen my savings account? Yeah, seen. Seen me. Oh, maxed out credit cards left, right, centre. <laughs> um, there's an economics teacher, and I'm pretty sure he was either e- economics or media studies, maybe both. But economics is ringing, <laughs> ringing no, bells. Stop. <laughs> so you're telling me the same teacher for media studies and economics? Well, d- didn't you have teachers who taught taught multiple subjects? No. Oh, we did. No, that, I'm, I'm hearing limited budget, limited school budget is what I'm yeah, hearing. It's yeah, public like school. Yeah, absolutely. I'm also hearing um, Babe, either good at one subject and shit at the other, or just uniformly mid on both. Yeah. <laughs> but babe, he um he groomed students. Oh, great. Okay, yeah. yeah. This was, I think, I was there at the school at the time, but he focused on the younger girls. So. It also screams lack of funding too, because if you're getting paid well enough, you're not going to have the extra time and energy to diddle the kids. You know, like. <laughs> I think. <laughs> and it all comes down to economics. Economics, economics. <laughs> if, if Jimmy Savile earned more. <laughs> oh my God. The writer strike? Like, you mean either pay me more or I'm going to all these God. actors. <laughs> Samuel, that oh is horrific. <laughs> 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 Tim is screaming. I reckon you could just keep it, but just bleep the main word. <laughs> that is one of my favourite things about this pod is the shit that we've had to cut yeah. out. The B the B sides and rarities, if there was such a thing, would get us put in several no fly lists. Uh, we would be incarcerated on the spot. Yeah, I would not be welcomed back into the Emirates. <laughs> Even but after marrying an oil seat, you're welcome in the Emirates at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> Neither of us are. Yeah, are you I'll joking? Wait till I'm post up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh no. no oh it's, god, it's, it's just, just water. water. It's just water. It's just water. It's just water. Remember when you were so dysmorphic at the gym that it turned into gender dysmorphia? <laughs> Can I talk about that? Yeah, no, I don't, we have not talked about that. No, but yes, I do remember that. Yeah. Samuel called me and he was at the gym and he was like, really, he, like, he was really, really physically dysmorphic. And he was like, oh, he's like, oh, he's like, I hate my body so much. I hate my. Maybe I'm not a man. No. <laughs> because I was, I was like sick of deadlifting. I was like, oh, I have to look mask. Maybe I'll just transition. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You were like, oh, I hate having to build muscle. I'll just be a girl. Yeah. <laughs> I do look great in a dress, or I did. My shoulders are just so massive now. You've still have you still got my blue slip? No, I returned that ages ago. You didn't, I remember, didn't. I had blood on it. 
<laughs> yeah, I do remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had, no, no, no. It had blood and red wine. Yeah, yeah. And I asked no further questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No further questions. The wild that colour looks really good on your periwinkle blue. Is it periwinkle? Yeah, it's periwinkle blue. It's gorgeous. There's something so miserable, 50s housewife, about that colour. Periwinkle blue. Yeah, yeah. Valley of the Dolls. Yeah. Smell the benzos. Yeah, absolutely. Um, anyway, hello. Anyway, hi, hello. My name is Johanna Klotzko. And my name is Sam Takani. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Rats, Rats in the Gala. Today we're talking about economics. Economics. Um, it's a <laughs> topic that's dear to neither of our hearts. Yeah, um, a topic that we know very little about. Mm, I'd say, I'd say okay, we don't know nothing about it. We know negative nothing about it. Let's try and define economics. How would you define economics? Um, transactions, locations, latitudes, longitudes, <laughs> um, <laughs> multinationals, NGOs. <laughs> Systems, um, systems, yeah, yeah. Uh, finances, yeah, um, um, crypto, Fitbits, crypto, crypto fascism, <laughs> fidget spinners, uh, fidget spinners, um, you um, know. suits, white men in suits, <laughs> white men in suits, yeah, um, very tall skyscrapers, Adam Smith running a golden bull, you know, all the things, yes, all the things, yes, yeah. um, what's that, f- um, Adam Curtis documentaries, <laughs> Adam Curtis, half normalisation, yeah, half normalisation, uh, yeah, Michael Douglas, uh, advertising, uh, advertising, <laughs> the media, yeah, the media. <laughs> The media, America, uh, trade relations. Trade relations. (laughs) (laughs) Economics. Uh, Savings or lack thereof. Yeah, Uh, savings, lack thereof. um, The benefit and how to be on it. And how to be on it. And how to stay on it. And how to stay on the benefit, yeah. I know. We've both been on benefit. I was on the benefit before this year, you know. Because after the lockdown, I was like, I don't want to keep working. I think everyone was like that. They're like, we're just forced to stay home for... And inconsistently, but all up, like, I guess a year and a half to two years, you know? Fucked. Like, Absolutely fucked. Yeah. And also, uh, just back to the lockdown, our friends that we were had a drink with the other night, mm. she, they referred to the Auckland lockdown as a geo-specific trauma, and I think it's so accurate. That's why Auckland is rookie trauma. cookie. And I will pour Auckland on top of everything, be, you know, because we were both there when we came out of that second lockdown. And yeah. Auckland's been... I was there for all the fucking flights. Train hit, no gas lit. King hit all the things, you know, like King hit. <laughs> and then drowned. And, <laughs> and, then, and then drowned. 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 <laughs> it's a cat that won't quit. <laughs> <laughs> Auckland oh, Rasputin. <laughs> Rasputin. No, it is. Yeah, it's Rasputin. Do you know what my favourite fact about Rasputin is? Obviously, what? apart from his greasy middle part and haunting eyes. Did he have a greasy middle part? I've never seen an image of him. I just I, know the, the mythos obsessed. of his immortality. I was immortality. Really, really, really obsessed with Russian history mm. when I was a child, which is a really normal thing to be obsessed with. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> really, really the, the rise and fall of the Romanovs, loved it. Yeah. Um, and he when that obviously it, it took many, many attempts to try and kill him. Also, he was infamous for having the biggest dick in Russia. Fuck yeah. He would fuck uh, multiple, uh, 10 women a day. Amen. And full orgasms, yeah, and they would man. see, and then they would see God. That was part of his mythos. That's fabulous. Huge though. dick. And after they met, ma- I'm like horny from that. Yeah, after they managed uh, to kill him, they also cut off his dick and preserved it, put it in a museum. Can you go see Ray Sputin's dick in Russia? It's somewhere I don't know. The fucking Kremlin. Yeah, sitting under the Kremlin. Sitting under the fucking it's Kremlin. It's the fucking Kremlin. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah like all good, thin, all good things in the Kremlin. Yeah, they've got the uh, Ray Sputin's dick, Spiral on Jonas, the real shirt, Turin Trout, yeah, and a few Fabergé eggs, <laughs> yeah, and the one ring. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I have the one ring. Oh, I have the one ring. I've got the one ring. Okay. My mum gave me the one ring for my twenty-fifth birthday. 
engraved. Engraved in Elvish. I'm not. I would say I like Lord Pandora? of the Rings. I like Lord of the Rings, but I'm not a like die-hard Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it's an fan. interesting gift for her to give you, considering you had not signaled whatsoever that you were a massive Lord of the not Rings signal, fan. Not signaled. Wow, not signaled. Okay. She went. All, she went to Matamata. She bought it at Hobbiton in the specific location of Hobbiton. Well, it's nice to be going to Matamata and buying jewelry and not meth. That's absolutely true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it's nice. It's really, it's really nice. Actually, that's a massive achievement. Yeah, and that's economics. And that's economics. <laughs> that's economics. That's economics. That's economics. Shadow economies are definitely shadow still economics. Shadow economies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I said that's something we're probably a little bit more versed in is shadow yeah. economies. <laughs> yeah. I want to talk about the. We top- mean bags, not human trafficking. Although. I remember, although, what, although oh, I have remember, you dabbled in human trafficking no, of late? I, have you? I was going to specifically reference the time that you came to my old flat and you were like, girls, you can buy anything on the dark web, dead babies, oh, you name yeah. it. Yes, I have. You're, because that's that's true, you can. But yes, the dark web is amazing. It's it's incredible and also kind of gnarly and um, gives me vertigo just to think that we use a very surface level amount. Not It's so difficult to kind of quantify something, something so conceptual, but we use like a very surface amount of the internet where the majority of it is this murky unseen sickening underbelly thing yeah oh yeah. i can't I, I actually can't can't process that and i'm starting to have stroke just thinking about it we think the internet is like msn but it's actually a david lynch movie oh, girl i believe it yeah. <laughs> 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 the red room yeah. Did you like Twin Peaks The Return? I haven't watched it I think it's so amazing I, I think don't it's know best I'm, film. I'm purist I'm purist I don't know But I will watch it Johanna Cosgrove Purist Said no one ever <laughs> Purist Do you know what's pure Is my love for the economy <laughs> <laughs> No but I t- What? <laughs> well I feel like This is the other thing That I feel like Is sh- being shoved down my throat Is fucking interest rates And house prices And mortgage shit oh, yeah, I couldn't give a fuck I don't own property I have no intention of doing so We ne- never ne- gonna own it uh, gets, yeah. gets first on project as, soon, as soon as I get um, As soon as I come into Any lump sum of cash yeah. I, I'm buying a house I don't oh, care yeah. I'm like I will never own property I will I'll throw you all in the bus yeah. I'll, throw, I'll throw you all in the bus I'll, I'll say you all to Satan bus. For a single corn chip yeah. No one's gonna stop me No <laughs> one's gonna Fucking stop me corn chip No one's gonna stop me <laughs> I'm <laughs> buying absolute bone house, bone full property. I'm like, land back. I'll have some. <laughs> <laughs> I totally support the working class until I have enough money to yeah. step on them. <laughs> until I hire them as my cleaners. Yeah. <laughs> oh my and I will do that. I will yeah, do that. I'm anti-class violence until I'm cashed enough yeah. to perpetrate it. Uh, <laughs> until I buy my second yacht. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> class violence is the name of my catamaran. Yeah. <laughs> I love that so much. I love that so much. Class violence is the name of my catamaran. Oh my god, that makes me want to work solely towards buying a catamaran just so I can call it class violence. Or class violence is the name of my private jet. Oh, can you imagine? That's so good. Or a very a, like a power 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 dressing pantsuit with like um Swarov, Swarovski diamonds Dripping. that say blue collar yeah, on yeah. the collar. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Blue collar spelled out in sapphire. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, 
it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. It's like that Joan Rivers quote, which I absolutely love. She's like, if God wanted me to bend down, he'd put diamonds on the floor. Yeah. And I love it so much. I love Joan Rivers. Yeah, Actually, me too. I that's love someone so much. who I ab- I know we just ha- we just see this in the previous episode, but that's someone who I, I had to take half a day off drama school when she died. <laughs> no, sure. no, I just love that sentence. I got con- I got absolute I got condolences from my classmates. As <laughs> if like, you knew her personally. Yeah, they're like, we know how much she means to you. Oh my condolies, god, my absolute condolences. My condolences. <laughs> my condolences. Yeah, I feel like every time a peroxide blonde dies, you feel it somewhere in here. Yeah, in I, the deep do. Of yourself. I yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do. No, we've got it. It's like the, we've got a network, <laughs> a network of bleach, a neuronal, neuronal network, <laughs> neurological network of bleached. Oh my hairs. god, um, this is totally unrelated to economics, but I recently had a conversation with someone, and they was they cited some, some they've been doing some sort of like independent research about AI, and they've found that we can now map like you can read somebody's like neural activity, or whatever. No. Mm-mm, and no. generate an image of what they're thinking of or seeing no. from the from the patterning. No. So that means we can now actually image thought. No. Isn't that horrific? Isn't that horrendous? I don't want. Why? But why? Why do we know. need to be doing that? I know. I know. I don't know why. I had a. I have. But a, actually, on that, I think if we can do something, we will, and maybe we fucking should. Yeah. I'm pure accelerationist, honestly. <laughs> I'm like, stop the clock, and Sam's like, keep yeah. going. Cut the brakes. Pedal pe- pe- yeah. over. You know. <laughs> See it never. Yeah, floor it. <laughs> yes, yeah, see you in the singularity, motherfucker. <laughs> and I'm being dragged behind the back like one of those suffragettes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, my rights, my oh, rights. My, my corsets yeah. spearing me to like death. Like one of those just yeah. married cars, but it's a hover car instead of cans tied to the bumper. It's um me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you know, um, the working class. <gasps> the working class. Working class. <laughs> God, but I do think about I do think about my friends that have just bought houses, and honestly, I really feel for them because now they're tethered to this fucking yeah, completely thing, and it's like, yes, it's it's great to have the stability of owning your own home and knowing that a landlord's not going to kick you out at a moment's I notice. I personally think to enjoy the p- horrors and pleasures of this this century to to their fullest. You have to be as free as humanly possible. Babe, we might only have four years left. Climate change is coming. Mm. Well, cheers to that. Yeah. <laughs> cheers to that. <laughs> someone said, they were like, uh, actually, by someone, there was an article that I did read recently. Mm-hmm. Maybe Guardian. I don't know. Don't quote me on anything. Um, we've got four years till the temperature changes to the, it goes up a degree. Why do you think then... I go to the gym every day? Cardio, cardio. I've got violence Survive in me. Survive the apocalypse. Yeah, Survive yeah. the apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, completely. I know. I was like, "There's not going to, there's not going to be really space for podcasting at the end, is there?" Or well, in the world of podcasting, four years is actually a very long time. Yeah, correct. And yeah. also, I think that jesters have survived time immemorial. There's always a space for comedy. <laughs> there's always a space. <laughs> like future archaeologists will be excavating some sort of ossified harlequin type of. <laughs> and they're like. Johanna Cosgrove. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> Vagina dentura. Chris, Chris Parker has this really good bit in his stand-up set. Like, speaking of fools. Speaking of fools. <laughs> love you, Chris. Shout, yeah, shout out. out. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> shout out. <laughs> shout out. Where he talks about the bunker and who would ma- what jobs would make it into the bunker. Oh, yeah. So like, yeah. <laughs> well, he was going for more like doctors, medical professionals. Oh, oh, yeah, totally. And I was like, honestly, I think stand-up comedians should be in the bunker because otherwise everyone's <laughs> going to be bored as fuck. No, everyone just what are you going to do at night? Yeah, what are you going to do at night? You get rid of that by making sure everybody is like an eight minimum. So doctors, but hot. Yeah. 
you know cardiologist yeah. but hot <laughs> structural engineers but hot. hot yeah so then you pass the time by fucking do you know what I've just been waiting no, but you'll need to fuck anyway to repopulate so yeah the, honestly you gotta be hot my elastic puss is gonna be put to good use yeah and when we're trying to repopulate amidst the survivors not being hot is actually really selfish it's really selfish it's really selfish we wanna oh I don't wanna go to eugenics but <laughs> <laughs> and let's not. Yeah. <laughs> and hard pivot, hard pivot. Yeah, and hard pivot. Economics. Yeah. Economics. 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 <laughs> oh, well, we'll be trading in barter systems anyway. I've already got a friend, a friend in New Plymouth who is in, living off barter. Everything's bartered. It's like pig for hay. No shit. Pig for hay. Pig, pig for hay. Wine for it. weed, literally. One other reason for being hot, because if you if you got no, no liquid capital, no equity, then you become that equity. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think we've both got some capital. What, your perfect puss? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, completely. Well, I mean... I've got no, no assets. What are you talking about? I've, I've got, got no, I mean, like, skills. Like, skills. Oh, okay. And I've got this Chewbacca ring, but that's about it. Oh, and it's a nice ring. It oh, you've nice. got those Jardons. They're not cheap. No, they aren't cheap. <laughs> but they are nice. Yeah, and they shan't be bartered. I'm going to need these for various uh, uh, doors. tramping over the industrial wastes, yeah. um, throat stomping, <laughs> all the things, <laughs> all the Thunderdome things. Tramping <laughs> over the industrial <laughs> wastes. <laughs> you know, that's at least three layers of acid that that looks about. Yeah, completely. <laughs> so good. Yeah, oh my goodness. Yeah, efficiently collapse a skull, you know, all those things. Yeah, I don't even know. Like, money is such an amorphous thing. And the, the thing that fucks me up is that it doesn't, most of the time doesn't physically exist. Like, all these fucking, like, the stock market is absolute gobbledygook to me. Yeah, I wouldn't understand it. It's none of it's real. I mean, it is real, but One of the ways that real. I've been able to sort of understand something of economics has been kind of circuitously through art as a, as a luxury commodity, you know, and like how art once becomes, once it had, becomes so stratified as a luxury commodity ends up being sort of fluid way where the mega rich can sort of launder their their money in this asset that has a purely nominal and sort of culturally relative value Mm. you know like um and i feel like i don't actually know what's happening with nfts right now i heard something about crypto sort of crashing and burning i feel like nfts and crypto on their way out yeah they had a moment eh, and then they had a moment yeah so yeah but also i kind of i could have seen that coming tangibly real no not tangibly real and also as a medium as a format not also not culturally not tethered to any sort of cultural format or cultural relevancy like an existing cultural relevancy they're just sort of culturally neutral you know so there was nothing to sort of ground them as as means of expression and there's no historical grounding or nostalgia around that either like for example we could say that theater only exists because of its long rich history of people you know and then obviously there's television and movies and now people can consume things without having to physically be in the room Mm. but it still exists because of the rich and some say peppered history (laughs) of our forebears i'm just so homesick for a nice oral tradition oh i'm so homesick for a campfire and a couple of stick paintings on the walls (laughs) what was that the kate's like i really miss um you know having non-consensual sex with neanderthals and being frightened of the weather (laughs) (laughs) take me back take me back and by miss that just sounds like a night out on k ray Everyone's fucking of the weather. Anyone's fucking what I can only describe. That is Auckland in a yeah, nutshell Auckland right now, in a isn't nutshell. it? Yeah. Neanderthals and scary weather. Yeah, I will say this about Wellington: the men are actually kind of hotter here, even if they are personally insufferable. Um, <laughs> Their personalities are mad, but they're yeah. quite good looking. Comparatively, it's kind of like a Wellington is sort of um, 
you know, depressed p- post-war economic economic boom of America, where everyone was sort of like employed and well-fed, and um, you know, Auckland is just the the malnutrition like during like, yeah. yeah you know like i feel like auckland is getting is giving me what i imagine to be like roaring 20s vibes but without the actual um capital so it's just like you know when the, pure when, aspiration yeah it's like the, it's like the crash mm. but everyone's sort of like Woo! Well, as I, it's going down or i think like if i think about a time like a time and like popular culture in particular that I still sort of resonate with and, and look at with big, big bright eyes is, is like that new romantics era of like people oh, yeah. sort of responding um, in, a, in a fantastical sort of way to like, you know, those, the austerity measures in and around sort of, you know, Thatcher's, Thatcher's yeah. Britain. Yeah. Um, and I'm wondering if we're now living in a, in a sort of similarly put upon time, if we're going to have a sort of adjacent, um, moment like that where everything's like glam and and fantastical and <coughs> you know like yeah sorry I'm my, undies, for my undies are just really sore you, you can unpluck go on what do you need some barbecue tongs i don't live here but okay <laughs> um we're just taking a a, a a rapid intermission while johanna unplucks her panties i just hate that word panties i hate it so much repugnant What's happening, baby? Is it a hemorrhoid? Oh, shit. That's right. Oh, no. Oh, that's Yeah, I had anal surgery, and then I have to wear a G-string on my show, and it's chafed me. Oh, well. If, it, if it's any <laughs> consolation to you, I had rectal thrush last month. I get it off. I get it often when, I'm, when I've been having a lot of... Sex. Yeah. I was taking some... Like, I'm not totally volatile this year. I have obviously been having moments, but I don't, I don't have the energy, really. Yeah, that's fair, babe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, concerned. I'm, like, mm, baby. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Poor sweetie. Oh. Poor honey. Oh, yuck. Yuck, yuck. Oh, my God. Anyway, economics. Well, we can talk about the sex, the oldest job in the world. <laughs> oldest. It is. You're talking about sex work. Yeah. Oh, sex work. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, well, that's inter- what we will have to trade in the next four years. Correct. <laughs> if and when there is a you know, climate-related collapse of Western society. Oh, no. Do you think, oh, on a side note, do you think that you'd, are you a prepper? What do you mean? You know, people like hoarding resource in the, in no, the face I'm of inevitable. I'm an opportunist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My power is the moment. What do you think <laughs> I am? Definitely an opportunist. You yeah. ain't no fucking prepper. Are you no, kidding me? I, Neither of us has the administrative skills to sort of plan two, five, eight years into the future. No, but I think I'm quite... Also, a, losers. I'm a good organiser. I'm a good organiser. You are a good organiser in the moment. In the moment. In the moment. In the, in the moment. moment. Yeah. And both of us have a very um, particularly forceful brand of charisma. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that will entice, invite, and bully. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't necessarily... I hate being doom and gloom about where we are at the moment. And it's so weird. Like, we have, I would say, a sort of fixation on economic health. Like a, you know, like a sort of political fixation on economic health. Has has been a significant contributing factor where our current climate crisis is concerned. Yes. You know, it's so weird to, to like, measure, like, national wellness and GDP when those figures are, you know, they just camouflage so many problems it's also election year in new zealand which means positive. that that's gdp is a false positive gdp is a false positive yeah. it's i feel like and that's going to be really at the forefront because various political parties are going to be campaigning on that 
Totally. And, and fear-mongering and putting out propaganda, and each in their own distinct way. Oh and obviously God. New Zealand's pretty centrist. So what about like, National doing the AI shit in their campaign? Like, what are the particulars of that? I, I just saw it as a headline yesterday, and I should have done some research. I did Because I would normally I did, extensively research every topic we talk about in this podcast, yeah. but I just failed to today. <laughs> as do I. It's absolutely Yeah, right. I just really dropped the ball this one, one time. One thing you say about your Hunter and Samuel, prepared. Prepared, absolutely prepared. Preppers. Preppers. Yeah. <laughs> Pro bono academics. <laughs> <laughs> We got both of our degrees off. Cosgrove and Takani, better than Chomsky. Yeah. <laughs> better than Chomsky. Ask anyone. <laughs> but it is funny. Like, I think that people... I was having a conversation with somebody who's a national voter. Oh, yeah. And I'm obviously not Were a national... Are you having sex with them? No. Oh. I'm not going to say who it is. Oh. Um, they're a national voter and they were like, I vote for national because I because of the small business. And I was like, yes, but like also the Greens look after small businesses too, just in a really different way. And it's like this preconception that national... Is the business party. Yeah, yeah. national only is... National has the be, is the best mind for the economy. But I don't necessarily think that that's correct. No, it's not correct. That it's, it's absolute bullshit. Like, you know, they just do that lazy thing as well where they make it all about tax, 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 tax. And it's so short-sighted and they're banking on, on people not being long-sighted enough to see how short-sighted the fixation yes. on tax is. And because also, like, if they genuinely taxed like you know eat the rich tax the rich but if they genuinely did that that would alleviate marry the rich, so marry the rich. that's my own personal <laughs> goal that's marry the my, rich. i would like to marry the rich yeah. but it would really alleviate so much pressure off the working class because honestly <coughs> i got a massive tax bill this year and it made me feel sick and i was like i'm not earning enough for this yeah it's silly isn't it or like I had a lot, well, I, I obviously did in one year, but I'm like, look at all the other years of my living long life that I have, <laughs> that, I have that I have earned like under $20,000. Maybe you should just treat your tax like I treat my herpes symptoms. Just ignore it till it goes away. I am just going to ignore this bill for a while. Mm. <laughs> Shredded IRD bill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Reanimates in the night. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, my, it's, my, it's my sleep paralysis demon just over me. I'm like, no. I, economics is so funny because I do feel like it's just so up to a point. It's, it's so wildly speculative, you know. Um, or maybe that just maybe it just seems to me like that to me because it's what is it? I mean, it's like feels the, like the patriarchy to me. It just feels like <laughs> men. Oh, I don't know. It feels men. like men. It feels like men. Reeks of men. <laughs> well, I mean, on one hand, I kind of you know, trade and democracy go hand in hand, right? And we sort of bitch about how we don't like that anti-capitalism, anti-neoliberalism, whatever. But on the other hand, it's like, well, actually, you know, there is uh, trade, trade unions, trade agreements and like policies of like near decency sort of hinging on delicate balance, delicate global balance network of trade mm. actually sort of maintains as the ambience necessary for like diplomacy and democracy and all those things to occur. Mm. So it's kind of like, well, we can't have one without the other, you fuckwits. Literally. Yeah, and like, if but if you think we can, then by all means, you go know, ahead. what's the... Yeah, go ahead! Go ahead! <laughs> no one's stopping you, bitch. No, no one's, one's stopping you. No, no one's stopping you. No one's stopping you. Oh, my God. <laughs> who's in your way? Yeah, who's in your, who's who's in in your way? way? Who's in your way? Um... You know, it's like obviously I'm not like I'm not pro capitalism. You know, I'm not being pro capitalist, not being pro neoliberalism right now. But it's like, what is the what is the alternative? What else is going to work? Sort of work for us as this sort of ambient backdrop for 
you know, function, a functioning democracy. Not that we have a functioning democracy. No, we absolutely don't. And I don't think we ever will. There's no way that any system is going to be 100% foolproof because of human error. <laughs> yeah, our limitations, our, our, our limitations, limited capacities. Ramifications. Ramifications, litigations. <laughs> litigations, <laughs> litigations. Allegations. Navigations. <laughs> allegations. <laughs> allegations. <laughs> Situations, perforations. I don't know why, but it's making me think of this meme that I saw the other day that's like, AI will never create, ChatGPT will never create good art because they can never experience being horny. And that is the... Su- and I was like, honestly... I think that's accurate. That's accurate. That's and accurate. I think that applies to economics too. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> no, but think about it. Human greed, it's emotions. All seven deadly well, that's sins. the thing that's... Yeah, I mean, obviously... Money is pretty straightforward. But capitalism the emotions and around it are not. Paradigmatically operate along this notion that we are sort of homo economicus, that we're all sort of rational actors in a and game. No one is. Yeah, and, that, and it's nonsense. It's absolutely yeah. nonsense. Like, actually, most of the time, our reasoning is entirely motivated by by non-rational, non-rational forces and, and and valuations that are... Correct. Deeply individuated. Um, but then also universal because we, on some level, like, we're all human bodies, we're all animals and want similar or samey things. And don't forget globalization. <laughs> Never forget her. Never forget her. Never forget her. Never leave her off a guest list. I'm just feeling really globalized today. Guys, how are you going? I'm so globalized. I'm so globalized. <laughs> I'm just like a citizen of the world. I'm in like global citizen. <laughs> I'm a global citizen. Um, just like me and my other humans are global citizens. <laughs> oh my God, my other humans. <laughs> Fuck, I hate it when people refer to themselves as... As a global citizen. And they ref- they're like such a good human. I'm like, fuck up, fuck up. up fuck, fuck up. up. It's like when white people are like, hey, we've already talked about this before in season, oh, yeah. uh, season one, of, I can't remember, one of the other episodes, where it's like, hey, air whore. I'm like, don't. <laughs> piss off, piss off, piss right off, piss right off. <laughs> piss off from white, one, one white person to another. Piss off, piss off. <laughs> from one white person to another. Did you get that at Country Road? <laughs> <laughs> Country Road. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's also insane for, for me to like try and speak to something as historically entrenched and and ubiquitous as the economy. Oh, the- I don't assume that I know enough or anything at all about the economy to be able to speak to it with 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 impact or accuracy. When I think about the economy, I think about white men in in sweaty suits screaming at each other on like landlines in a room with flashing lights. That's what I think about. Well, I also think now, like, um, I also think about sort of swarm mentalities, you know, like when it comes to, especially with the internet, when it comes to monetizing content or whatever, Mm. you know, I mean, we know, we've talked to like publicists and people in advertising and they talk about things like TikTok KPIs and things of that nature. Oh, yeah, God, I And it's it. literally now about like, it is about ca- capturing massive amounts of attention and drawing and being able to direct it, you know, and, yeah. and creating sort of vectors of attention that are monetized in what seem like sort of meaningless ways but but as a swarm mm. massively economically generative truly yeah we live we live in the age of the swarm it's about swarm, swarm logic um swarm economies yes um whatever i think <laughs> art as well you know any kind oh, yeah, swarm of taste making. Swarm taste yeah, making swarm taste making yeah um yeah, <laughs> swarms, swarms, and not even so much. A, it's it's more. It goes beyond being like a hive mind, you know, because there actually is no. I don't think hive mind is that's a really that's a misnomer because I don't think critical thinking 
or a capacity for engagement. Thinking doesn't happen collectively. Thinking happens individually, and you can share and you can you can communicate and build upon. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You can you can dialogue, but ultimately thinking is an individual practice you know like it requires others because your sense of self is always socially formed but thinking is is actually individual so when you have like swarm swarm movements and and things that look like a hard mind again mind is a misnomer there's no thinking going on it is entirely performative Correct, and yeah. no, and also and like compulsive. Compo- you have collective compulsions, but not co- not collective thoughts. And there's no way that that can carry with it the nuance of each person's lived existence. You know, like there's so many layers going on underneath yeah, that. Yeah, completely. And that's the same with the economy. It's nothing if not layered. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> the economy's so layered. It's like looking in a mirror. It's like <laughs> <laughs> so that gorgeous sponge I got for my seventh birthday. It's skate and blade, para para umas. Very many layers. <laughs> Liz. Jam and cream. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks so much. Thanks so much. Yeah, I, it's it's a beast. It's a crazy wild beast. How you, how do you feel? What's your relationship with money like? Like, let's distill this down. Um, want it? Want it? Have it? Sometimes. You do have it. I do have it. I'm, I'm quite, in quite a good setup this year. It's really cool. Um, but you know, I like. I don't, I don't have any savings to speak of. No. Because I love to spend it. Same. I love to spend it. And why wouldn't I spend it? I don't have kids. I'm going to die. Yeah, four yeah. years. That's no, I don't have a mortgage. Who gives a shit? Yeah, who cares? I've just maxed out two credit cards <laughs> to do my show. And that's in the service of art, which is actually really funding the economy. This is, okay, look. This is I'm also, I will add to that, actually. I'm in quite a good, good situation because I don't have a student debt. Yes. I've got my- no student debt. I had one. Oh, I lived in a, obviously, my K-Road flat or whatever. And I had yeah. Oh, you took out a personal personal loan to oh we're gonna have to bleep that name we're gonna have to bleep that name no fuck her i think she's dead anyway and she's not no, she she's, better be. she's still got her, <laughs> she's still got her office next to the grayland tab. Does she? i can't believe she's still operating i oh, know she has dementia she's pushing 85 she's a slumlord she should living, not be driving breathing, for slumlord. starters slumlord <laughs> yeah slumlord yeah she's endangering people on and off the road on and off the road I, w- I have to say this this is a little bit of a pivot but it is related to the topic oh, my engagement on. with the economy is specifically around arts ad- advocacy specifically in the context recently of all the budget cuts in Auckland yeah, where the mayor was like we're going to cut arts funding kind of cut 73 million dollars out of the budget he for looks what? like a dehydrated mole rat he, he looks sucks, like a fucking man. papaya that I don't want to suck on <laughs> yeah, get rich yeah. fuck off Wayne Brown <laughs> fuck, you, fuck and you fuck you Wayne Brown I fuck hate you. you I hate you and all that you stand for yeah. Um, but the thing is, is uh, this is obviously through a really specific lens of the arts. But I was like, if you cut that, you you actually you're siphoning away money from the surrounding economies. For example, if you look at it, like if someone goes out for a show, they're mm. going to go see a comedy show, my show, Tim's show, whatever. Yeah. They're going to go out for, they're going to meet a couple of friends. They're going to have a drink beforehand. Ching, that's money. They, mm. they might have dinner. Ching, that's money. Afterwards, they're maybe going to go for more drinks. They're also going to get an Uber there. They've also got to pay for parking. They've, yeah. like, there is so much money to be made that is fun, and funding and fueling the economy around one. Like, arts tourism is massive. Like, I went to Melbourne for the Comedy Festival, mm. and I was there for one week. Oh, I spent so much money. But the whole city gets behind it because it's it brings so it bring it injects so much money into the local economy. Well, this is the thing. It's like it's you were talking about a, a, a person that you know who was a national voter who was voting for a national because they believe that national is the party that that is good for small business. And or, good for good money-minded. Yeah. Um, but then, like, the, the tribalism that's going on there that's sort of blind to what, you know, what a 
a small business actually needs to thrive. Yeah. It was the exact same sort of like logical like they're all going on with Wayne Wayne Brown, like yeah. cutting cutting arts funding and, and for the sake of the city's like financial well being, whatever. It's like yeah. it's this idea that investment in, in arts is, is bad for the comedy broadly when in reality it's good for the economy broadly, but it's the idea, it's the surface mm. level notion that arts funding is somehow bad for the economy because it's aesthetically jarring with... Put your mic close to me. Because it's aesthetically jarring with where they... Yes. Almost like a corporate ontology or, you know, like... It's so luggage. It's it's just non-critical, you know. It's it's like, I'm a businessy person and I believe in business and National has the businessy vibe and the buck stops there. Yeah. And it's like you don't want to dig any further in and be like, what actually... Also, you fuck with Labour and National are essentially the same party. Like, they're both centrist as all hell. Um, and that's not me shitting on Labour. Like, I'm def- I definitely think Labour is the lesser evil. Correct. Um, but I feel like National, they have no... There's no one super intelligent in that party. They're all absolute fucking dum-dums. We're all on that same train of like, I'm a business person with business interests. The devil wears ASOS. The devil wears ASOS. The devil wears ASOS. You know, it's... it's I forgot what I was trying to even say now, but it's just like a whole lot of weird like corporate virtue signaling without any sort of like extensive critical engagement with, with what's happening in their city. Literally. Or and that's the other thing is that the concerned. economy can't exist without community. So ugh, like it's like this like amorphous thing that we're aspiring to do where actually it should be completely reflective of society that we live in and aiming to serve us in the best way possible. I can't believe we started this at the top of this podcast. We're like, we know nothing about the economy. And Cut now two. we're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we're like, and these are my deep-seated earnest feelings and emotions about it <laughs> that I've been mulling over oh, the past 25 years. Over, and I've just got, and finally I've got the platform on which to unleash. Platform. Platform. That's why we started Rats in the Gutter was to actually espouse our various um, sort of mullings on the economy. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, now I'm virtue signalling so rapidly, I look like a rave, yeah. a rave strobe. <laughs> I'm, the a strobe light. I'm the opening scene from, what's, you know, the film? I'm the 2012 Olympics. Where's the Sipes? Sipes? Blade Runner? No. Oh, fucking Gatsby ways. No, the Who blood rave, the blood rave. Oh, the blood rave, oh, the blood rave, yeah. yeah, yeah. Strobing the blood rave. <laughs> strobing <laughs> the blood rave. <laughs> Is that Blade Runner? No, it's Blade. Oh, Blade. Fuck. I'm really hungover. I'm really hungover. I'm actually not hungover. I'm just exhausted. Yeah, I'm just exhausted as well. My skin's like shit. Honestly, my pores are so massive right now. I could stick my thumb in one. That's kind of horny. Yuck. <laughs> Gross. I know that I'm not well when I, re- you know, you get those like really cooked ads on Instagram and it's like, um, it's like those hospital games and it's like animated like um, pussy pimples and oh, they're like yeah. popping them. I, w- yeah. I watch them through to the end. <laughs> I watch them through to the end and they're like scraping out little ingrowns yeah, and they're I, like, they're like, <laughs> and it's like weirdly ASMR. I love it. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the animated <laughs> the dirty faces. That well, are animated. I bought um, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, which I'm obviously oh, no, playing at the moment. really loving that. And it's just marvelous. And it's what I'll be doing tonight in lieu of the social obligation that I have committed to earlier this week because I actually, I feel very under the weather. <laughs> um, I love all of my children equally. <laughs> I don't care I don't for Joe. I don't care for Joe. Um, gaming, so good for the economy. Did, did you see that? that? You see what I did there? The games economy is massive. Yeah, it's massive. It's absolutely massive. Also, and this ties into the, the um, conversation around art is that, like, I don't. People don't consider game making as an art form, but it absolutely it is. It fucking is. And I can say that as someone that has absolutely no interest in gaming and whatsoever. All respect for but it. I am reading a very beautiful book at the moment, Tomorrow, Tomorrow, Tomorrow by Gabriel Zeman. Oh, is that where you changed your tune? 
I'll love it. <laughs> no, I can love the book and not and have and not no desire to play a game. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's because it's also beautiful. What I love about the book, and I said this to you because I we also went to the Artist Talk, part yeah. of the Writers Festival. Love that. Um, and the author was and in the conversation they were talking about creative partnerships as being one of the foremost like there's like there's your friends there's your romantic relationships and then there's your creative relationships and i was like so I said something. <laughs> yeah that's I'll beautiful it's that's just nice. beautiful yeah. so nice it really so is so nice no gaming is um millions millions of dollars it's also like um a sort of a gaming imaginary and a cinematic imaginary with with the onset of sort of dig- digital media, uh, they've just sort of converged. Mm. So now you have really cinematic games and, and you have a cinema that's sort of increasingly privy to the, like, you know, effect, every frame being sort of effects saturated to the point mm. of this this kind of like fantastical plasticity of the image, you know, like it's... It's just gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, it's just gorgeous. It's but then just there's gorgeous. that um, Bian Chul Han, that cultural theorist who talks about it and it's like uh, we've moved, as we've moved from an... Um, analog visual paradigms to digital visual paradigms we now have this thing where like within an analog visual paradigm you'd have a visual field where you knew where to look in the frame mm. but now because if the like um because i guess a lot of like if a technology that's sort of been uh like accelerated and exacerbated by by gaming and that that sort of like infiltrated the way films are made, blah blah blah. Now you have a frame that's so saturated with effects that the action could take place anywhere. You know what I mean? There, there's yeah. actually very little sort of te- technical troubleshooting that we cannot do to be able to insistently realize any and every image. So now we just we need to be looking at the entire frame at all times. So like the way our visual culture operates now, being being paradigmatically virtual, digital, mm. is like we have to be omniscient. You have to be able to see everything all at once. What's that doing to the neural pathways? Who what? knows? <laughs> it's just Who sick. fucking knows? Yeah, and that's what's know. really interesting about that move, that film, everything, everywhere, all at once, because yeah. it really it's, it's sort of reifying that 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 notion or that new paradigm in a, in a narrative way. Yes, really I love that. And this is what the author, uh, on a similar vein, the author of Tomorrow, Tomorrow, Tomorrow was talking about this. Like, she, she was like, time isn't linear. Like, no, it's not linear. It's because it, it's like you could walk, for example, we could walk into the Airbnb and you could smell something and you're like, I'm 60. You know, like you can. By your experience, time by is your not experience, linear. By your experience, time is not linear and you can. you, Yeah. You're There's a, a really cultural theorist I'm reading at the moment. He's talking about Vertigo, that Alfred Hitchcock film. Yeah. And obviously that guy, like, you know, meets that woman and she thinks she's a reincarnation of, of her grandmother or whatever. Yeah. But then she's just pretending to be this woman who's also pretending to be, thinks she's having some sort of weird spectral experience of being this reincarnated woman. And uh, the cultural theorist referred to it as crystal time. So this woman is like three different time periods existing in the one body. And I would wow, say everything, everywhere all at once is an absolute re- yeah. realization of, of that sort of logic or that sort of visual paradigm because they even have specific shots where the, you know, the frame sort of splits and cracks and you're seeing multiple not times, but multiple virtualities simultaneously. So yeah. it is crystalline in the same way Vertigo is crystalline. Also, the crystal image, like seeing three different time timelines in a single image, it's like we experience time as virtualities. That's yes. why we experience it sort of simultaneously. Correct. It's like that thing, like I had this moment, I was after my show in mm. Auckland when I was walking down. It was about, by this point, it was at three or four in the morning. And I was walking down K Road, and I was like, "I'll just get myself a little kebab." Walked in, and there's sitting Lucia Farron. Mm. Do you, 
Let's share. Shout, shout out. out. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> shout shout out, out. Shout out. And we had this gorgeous little kebab moment together. And then she was like, oh, she's like, because we're witches in another life. And I was like, oops. In that moment, I was like, it's four in the morning. We're having a kebab. And I believe it. <laughs> and I felt the flames licking me from Moss Sweet 16th in the 16th century. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I could feel it, but it does. But I could feel it. But I also was like, what else is the descriptor for for being like? Even though we don't spend much time together, I feel like I know you, and I feel like there's there's some sort of energy, or you know, like. And that is the unbearable lightness of being. <laughs> Read un- books. Girls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wellington is a Again, just to cite again, uh, and Johanna Cosgrove's <laughs> stunning award-winning comedy show, High Delusion. Her it's not award-winning yet, but maybe it will be. Well, maybe by the, by the time this drops. Oh, who's to say? Um, calling half the audience illiterate. <laughs> <laughs> I called the whole audience illiterate last night. Whole audience. <laughs> Fucking funny, man. <laughs> so funny. I know. I love my show so much. Economically viable, who's to say? <laughs> just, who, who and what is these days? Oh my God. Who and what is, and who wants to be? I've lost everything on NFTs. No, I haven't. No. <laughs> Imagine, that's the day when I know that I've lost Samuel forever. Because I've like, spent 100 grand on NFTs. I'm yeah. like, he's like, I've bought NFTs. I'm like, I'm just going to make a little call. <laughs> and then I'm like, hello, psych citizen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just yeah, it's just my mum. I'm just, yeah, just my, my mum. Yeah, sex services. Yeah. and then I'm like, it's time. Yeah. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> no, yeah, the protocol is standing. Yeah, 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 yeah you've yeah. had it ready to go. Obviously, obviously, you've had it in place for yeah, yeah, years. Yeah, drop the hammer. Drop the hammer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the eagle is in the nest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's curtain call. Curtain yeah. call. Curtain, curtain call. call. Curtain call. Curtain call. Curtain call. Yeah, one floor over, one floor yeah, over, one floor over. Yeah, one word, cuckoo, cuckoo, yeah, cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo. Yeah, diagonally, 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 Oh my god, can I just say this, <laughs> this show in Auckland when I in the show and someone was like, yes, and I went and I did a ten minute riff on parcel tongue. I was like, yes. I was like, oh my god, this person's so excited. They're speaking parcel tongue. Yeah. That, that. <laughs> That's, I love a Harry Potter gag, honestly. Not as a not as a transphobic hate symbol. I understand, obviously. obviously. Get fucked. Yeah. But there's nothing more better than the phrase. <laughs> nothing more better. Nothing <laughs> brings me more joy than remembering the phrase from season two: the boggit in the closet. Boggit in the closet. Boggit in the closet. Boggit in the closet. Yeah, and you're describing half of Auckland right now. Boggit in the closet. Boggit in the closet. You know, know who I'm talking about. You know who I'm talking yeah, about. When we Bogan floated the, the idea of outing a different person every yeah, episode. Yeah, and, and that segment being called Boggit in the Closet. Boggit in the Closet. And depending on the success of this season, we still might. I know, and if someone pays us enough, we'll do it. We'll, we'll do it. Boggit uh, in the Closet. Lord, and we know enough Boggits. We know enough Boggits. Um, and enough Closets. Enough Closets. Yeah, I'm ready to fling those doors right open. Anyway, that's been Economics. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Johanna Cosgrove. And I've been Sam Jacani. And, and you've, you've been, been listening to Rats in the Gutter.